Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of He Book, She Book, the pro wrestling podcast where your two hosts book and rebook your favorite pro wrestling superstars and storylines of the past, present, and future. My name's Mike. And I'm Becca. And today we're going to go over the Raw and SmackDown of last week leading up to WrestleMania Backlash. Now by the time this airs, Backlash will have already played the night before. And keep an eye out this week on our social medias because we will be having a WrestleMania Backlash episode. Yes. So to start, we're going to go kick it off right into Raw. Opening the show, we have Charlotte Flair teaming with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. And this match means nothing yeah. other than the fact that Alexa Bliss shows up. She's got her whole swing set. Yeah, and we're still not sure exactly who the person is. I know before we were saying that we thought it was Sonya because yeah. of the whole wearing red thing. And I threw out there that maybe jokingly it was a red herring. Yes. And it seems like that's actually, it may be the fact because Alexa comes out, she's on her swing set and she says, you know, don't mind me, just keeping our eye out on someone. Yeah, they said we're just out here to watch someone. And... One of those someones happens to be Charlotte. Who came out in a red robe. Yes. And was wearing red the yep. night that Lily said that. so Or that Alexa said that yep. Lily's favorite color was red. So, all in all, Asuka pinned Shayna. Charlotte kicks Asuka because, you know, this match is coming up on Backlash that Charlotte and Asuka are both in. So, Charlotte's music goes off, and then all of a sudden, Alexa and Lily start laughing. That creepy little laugh. Yeah. And everybody is creeped out standing around the ring. And I know, like, some people are saying something was happening with Shayna during that, and they think it's Shayna. It's not Shayna. It's Charlotte. Man, it's, would it be a waste if it was Shayna. It's Holy Charlotte. Shit. It's, so, come on. So, this is why we were going over our predictions, uh, which are on our Instagram now. Yes. For WrestleMania Backlash, which as of this recording airs in about nine hours. Yes. When I was looking at this, I kept thinking in the back of my head with Rhea, Asuka, Charlotte, there's always a chance that Charlotte's going to win this match. Yeah. But I don't want her with to. what happened with Alexa, I really think Charlotte's going to get close and yeah. Alexa's going to be the reason why she doesn't win. I hope that happens. I, I think, think that would be so great. Yeah. Go check out our Instagram, see who we picked. See if I win or not. Uh, so let's see. So there's a backstage promo happening after that match with Sonya and Charlotte walks up to her and then the camera just cuts away from them. So we don't know what that conversation's about. But later in the night, Sonya has another backstage promo with Rhea and I think Asuka comes up too or it might have just been Rhea and she's like, what's going on for tonight? And Sonya's like, I'm going to make a match between... Rhea and Asuka tonight yeah. to resolve their issues before Sunday. Says that it was someone's idea, doesn't know whose idea it was. It was, it was Charlotte's. Charlotte's idea. Yeah. Come on. So Rhea and Asuka have this match later on in the night. Charlotte comes out to watch. She's on commentary for some reason. Now in black. Yes, she's dressed in all black. So is Sonya looking good as ever. And at some point on commentary, I made a note of this because Charlotte says... Sonia just sees my greatness. And it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. Sonia's yeah. like, you're your girl right now, you uh -huh. know? So Rhea pins Asuka. We'll see what happens in this triple threat for Backlash. Rhea versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. I think that you're going to have Rhea pin Asuka. And Charlotte's not going to be involved. But it's going to lead to 
I guess Alexa or Charlotte. Yeah, that would be great. It's going to be... Because I think... Like, Charlotte's going crazy. Yeah. There's a little bit... Like, this whole opportunity Charlotte Flair thing. She seems to be She's losing her She's on, like, a power mind. trip. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess it makes Alexa the face if she goes against Charlotte. I don't know because they're lining Alexa up like she's going to be the heel because she's like a bad guy, but she also has this like sweetness to her. Well, it's like how you know, like you know, Bray for so long when he was like the Wyatt family, people were asking for like the like the Rage Against the Machine kind of storyline where it's him versus the Authority. We never mm-hmm. got that. We no. got teased it. We never actually got it. And this could be like a Alexa is doing heelish things. But against a heel, yeah, it makes she's it like Robin seem, Hood. Yeah, basically, she wants to steal from, she wants to steal opportunities from the opportunity that keeps yeah. getting opportunities. Yeah, and let her do it. I'm so here for like an Alexa run. It's been a while. We haven't seen Alexa wrestling forever. No, so I don't know. We have where it. It's going to even leave. So that promo where Sonia is talking to Charlotte and it cuts away to a different promo. That promo actually ends up being Elias Jackson Riker. Like, they're walking with tomatoes ready to take out the New Day and Riddle and Orton because of that whole dumb tomato thing that happened, like, last week or the week before. But AJ and Omos come up, and they're like, no, we're not doing that. And then we cut to another backstage promo with Riddle talking to Xavier and Kofi about how funny it is that Randy got hit with the tomatoes. And it was so funny because then Randy comes up behind him, and it was a... It was a real goofy, like, yeah. oh, he's right behind me, isn't he, moment. Yes. And Randy Orton is salty. He is yeah. so mad about this. And they he just went on this whole tangent about how, like, oh, you know what I find funny? Killing legends. And duh. And then he just walks away. This turns into an eight-man tag team match. So we have RK-Bro and The New Day versus Elias, Jackson Riker, AJ Styles, and Omos. This is just so many people in the ring again. I'm done with Jackson Riker. I know. I don't get it. I know. I don't want to get it. I've been given no reason to get it. Mm -mm. I don't care about... I love Elias. I think he's great. Yeah, I don't care about Elias like that either. So I'm at the point where I don't care at all about Elias and Jackson Riker. There's so many mid-card guys just kind of floating around. Yeah. And Elias is one of those. And the, the problem right now that Raw is having is they have... Randy and AJ, two main event guys, in this tag team yeah. thing. But so, Randy can say in the tag team, I want RK Bro to be something for a little bit. Yeah, and that's fine. It's just, it's leaving the top of the card a little thin. Yeah. So, like, when we have, like, this main event with Drew and Braun and Lashley, like, who's even up next? There's not a lot yeah. of guys to be choosing from on Raw. But either way, this whole match, I, I couldn't care less about the match. I liked the aftermath of the Yeah, match. well... It's always, with Riddle, it's funny things that happened before the match. Like, him riding a scooter down to the ring. Him singing Randy Orton's song. Oh, he was loving it. He He loved it. Like, that was so funny. And then when Randy gets on the rings and he does his pose, he poses behind him. He twirls around in the ring. He's dancing to the New Day's entrance. Like, my man's just having a good time. He's having a great time. And then, match ends, Randy gets the win, and Randy, being Randy... RKO's everyone. Everyone, except for Riddle. Does not RKO Riddle, who is just so mad. Oh, he was so because cute. Because Randy hated his friends. <laughs> he said, Randy, how are we ever going to have friends if you keep doing stuff and, like this? And that's the thing, he didn't RKO Riddle. Yeah. 
So, like, he definitely... Randy has done interviews where he talks about how he didn't like Riddle at first. Yes. Because Riddle kind of didn't... I guess Randy expects a certain kind of interaction with someone that's new. Uh, Riddle didn't give him that interaction, but, like, over the past few months, Randy's really come to like Riddle a lot. Yeah, because he's a hell of a time. Because he's hilarious. Yeah. He's talented. And these two work well together. Like, Randy could have said no to this. For sure. When they said, like, hey, Randy can do whatever he wants. He's Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy could have been like, no, I don't want to work with this. Yeah. But it's working. And Mm -hmm. if it leads to AJ and Omas versus Randy and Riddle, I'm down. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, But eventually. Because then we can put AJ up against one of the big guys. He hasn't had a title run in a minute, I feel like. I mean, other than the. Eventually, this leads to Randy turns on Riddle. Obviously. Yeah, I know. And it's going to be sad, but we have plenty of time to bask in whatever RK bro will be. And I just love that at the end of it, like when Randy was walking away, Riddle was just sitting there laughing and like shaking his finger at him, like tis tis He's disappointed. Hands on his hips, just like mad, like God, stop hurting our friends. Oh, it was so cute. So then we have Adam Pierce talking to The Miz and John Morrison, and then Damian Priest comes up because he has an idea to make the match more interesting. So, if John Morrison wins the match tonight against Damian Priest, then he gets to pick the stipulation between The Miz and Damian Priest at Backlash. Sure. But if Damian Priest wins, then he picks. So, we don't care. I mean, The Miz and Damian Priest we knew was happening. Now we're just adding a stipulation to it. Yeah. So, now we have John Morrison versus Damian Priest and... You know, the Miz is out here because he's with John Morrison. And I gotta make a comment. I don't think we've said this before, but I love John Morrison's entrance. Like his entrance. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's the slow motion. Classic it's, entrance. It's a great entrance. So the Miz comes out with him. The Miz ends up distracting the ref, which actually cost Morrison this match. Yeah, at a bad time. It was a very bad bad timing all around because Damian Priest ends up winning. Damian Priest gets to pick the stipulation for the match. Backlash and it's a lumberjack match. Boo. Right? Like Boo. his reasoning for this is because he's tired Trash. of the Miz running away, which is funny because the Miz after this match did attack Damian Priest. Yeah. And then when Damian Priest stood up, the Miz ran away. So yeah. he came out all oh, I'm tired of the Miz running away. Bro, a lumberjack match? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it because, you know, with, for those who don't know, the Lumberjack match, everybody's out around the ring. Ugh. And if, say, the Miz does try to run away, all of the, the rest of the locker room is there to throw him back in the ring. But you could do a lot of other matches so, yeah, the whole so that he doesn't run away. The was he doesn't want the Miz to run away. Okay. You can do a steel cage match. Yeah. So you don't, don't do a steel cage match. You don't do a steel cage match up. because you have Gargano and Bronson Reed doing that on NXT next yes. week. Fine. You don't want to do that. Do a strap match. When's yeah. the last time we saw a strap match? It's been a minute. Put a leather strap attached to each one's wrist. You can't run away now. Yeah. There are so many different options, and they go with lumberjack match, which has never... I've never seen a good lumberjack match in my life. It's been a while. Where it's like, oh man, that really added something to it. But here's my You prediction. know what I always think about with lumberjack matches, though? Adam Rose's Rosebuds. Yeah. Because, like, that was something that was basically a lumberjack match just every time they came out. Like, so, for this match... I see this being the Miz. The Miz is going to turn this around. Yes. Where because Morrison can be a lumberjack. Yeah. And you're gonna. This is going to go one of two ways. Either the Miz can convince enough of these lumberjacks to like let him to run. let him go, mm-hmm. or it goes the other route where Miz has been around so long that even the heels hate him. 
Yeah, everybody like, hates he's him. He's a heel that even the heels don't like. Yeah. So they, they all gang up on him, and it's just like a comedy match where Priest just beats up the Miz the whole time. Like, I wouldn't mind that, but I don't think Damian Priest deserves a comedy match. Like, I think he deserves a better match than this. Well, unfortunately, this he's is paired with getting. Miz and Morrison. And yeah, I Anytime know. it's a Lumberjack match, there's it's just... It's just going to be a letdown. It's not yeah. going to be a good match. And, yeah, if you want to know who we picked, check out the Instagram. So, up next, we have MVP talking to Braun in the locker room to discuss business. Basically, he says that if Bobby has to lose, he'd want Bobby to lose to Braun. And he's trying to convince Braun to injure Drew McIntyre so that he can't make it to WrestleMania Backlash. What a businessman. I know, it's so great. But Bobby Lashley and Drew have a match later on in the night. So he's trying to get Braun to just mess up. Yeah, kill him. Kill yeah, him dead. Drew, just kill him, whatever. And I know at, at one point somebody else comes up to MVP and MVP's like, no, 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 I don't talk business with people that aren't like in the business deal. So Bobby... Just keep saying, like, I'm going to pin Drew again. He doesn't, yeah. like, he's saying he don't need Braun. He's going to pin Drew. So Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre is happening. Braun comes out. Yeah, at the very at end. At the very end. Drew's about to win. He hits the Claymore. And then perfect timing. Music yes. hits. Braun, surprise. And attacks both of them. Yeah, of Which course. ends this in a DQ now. Yeah. And then he helps Bobby Lashley up. And then he attacks Bobby Lashley again. Yeah. And it was great. Like, all three of these men are so big. They're, they're big guys. They are huge. And yeah. they just throw each other around. And, like, they're throwing each other over their shoulders like a sack of potatoes. Like, what? How do they? They're all big. They're just huge. Very strong So strong. And it's going to be it's gonna be a fine match. I don't, I don't really have expectations of it. Yeah. And, I mean, I know we're both going one way or the other with our matches. And it's a, a triple threat. Yeah. So... Watch the person that neither of us chose is going What's to the, win. As you know, we just rewatched this match, and Braun looked so strong. Yes, and he so stands strong. tall. And either one of these three men could be champion, and you'd be yeah. fine. And I think I said this last week, where we just don't know what the plan is for Braun, and yeah, why would we have him win if we don't know what the plan is going to be for him? But I mean, what's the plan for any of these three going forward? I mean, that's good, but we don't have anybody really lined up. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's Drew again, maybe. It's Bobby to continue his dominance, or Braun starts a new thing. There's not a lot of options. That's why I think Bobby is the best option. Yeah. You know, you might as well stay on the track you're on than to try to pave a different one. But yeah, that was... Those were the highlights of Raw. We did have uh, Sheamus versus Humberto Carrillo end in a scary double countout. Yeah, I something is wrong with Umberto. Yeah, so twice this week in wrestling, we yes. had matches stop when they weren't supposed to and end in a count-out of some fashion. And Sheamus is standing on the ring apron, and Humberto is going to do a sunset flip over the top, which we've seen a million times. A million times, happens. yeah. And it just doesn't happen right, mm-hmm. and Humberto falls flat on his back, Sheamus falls on top of him, and it looked like Humberto's legs stopped yeah, working. Yeah, something was wrong with like his leg, I think, because he couldn't he couldn't move, and you could see him basically like telling the ref the ref to yeah. call it. Well, like you saw the medic was with him inside, yes. and they call a double count out, so Sheamus retains because a champion can't lose. I don't even know if the title was on the line, but yeah, that was a scary moment that happened. Jinder Mahal is back; he's got yes. two guys with him. That's fine. He beat I Jeff got, Hardy. 
Yeah, because that's how we're using Jeff Hardy now in yeah. meaningless stuff. I honestly forgot Jeff was on Raw, which and makes me sad because I love him. Cedric versus Shelton was good. I yeah, love that I'm Shelton sorry. gave the T-bone. Mm-hmm. I, I had a little mark-out moment of my own. My, you did. My own. Uh, very excited for Shelton. And then Drew Gulak and Angel Garza had another match. And Eva Marie had another backstage promo. So we're one step closer to this podcast being an Eva Marie... An uh, evolution? Yeah, an evolution <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's not going to be, don't worry. Someday, this will be an all-Eva podcast. No, it won't. All-Eva everything. <laughs> no, it won't. And when we get to that day, we'll let you know. No, it's never going to happen. Until then, we're going to move on to SmackDown. <laughs> so for SmackDown, Jay opens the show with an in-ring promo introducing Roman to come out and do his in-ring promo. Quick, quick thing. You thought that was Jimmy. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we said this before that... I mistake the Usos. They, they're twins. It's very hard. They no longer look alike, so you can't even. I know. They have very unique I looks. I know, now. but I was honestly mad because I thought Jimmy was coming out. Yeah. Like here, here he is, the tribal chief, like acknowledging Roman, and I was like, no, no, Jimmy, don't do this. And then I realized that it was actually Jay. Well, which you can tell you by, the shirts by the shirt now specifically, wearing too. because Jay wears the right hand man shirt, and Jimmy's got new merch that I want. Jimmy's got fire new merch. If all it says on his shirt yep. is "Nobody's bitch," and I want this shirt, Here's I will thing. be buying this shirt. There will be. I don't know where a, you where you're gonna wear it. There will be a, a discount promo. Yeah. Code for the backlash tonight. Usually there Probably, is, yeah. and I will be using that code, that That's promo hard. code, to get that shirt tonight. WWE's been killing it with merch lately because they they've have. gotten rid of like the garbage on the back. Yes, that has been our biggest problem for years with WWE merch is that they do too much. It's going more simple now. Like you have a little Jimmy Uso thing on the back, That's but it's fine. fine. That's fine. And yeah, it just says nobody's bitch on it. Love which it. Which is, I guess, it works in. Uh, like everywhere it's yeah. not just like a wrestling thing yeah. but yeah i'm nobody's bitch i'm not a wrestler that's so funny. it's great great merch so Jimmy. anyway while roman is talking he's talking about how cesaro has had zero title matches whereas roman's had 39 title matches and blah 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 roman's the best cesaro ain't shit and that's when jimmy's music hits well he starts talking about jimmy and then jimmy's music hits and he comes out interrupting him and he starts talking about his own shirt turns to his brother and goes i got one for you jay it's in the locker room as soon as you're ready to be on my team just starts calling jay out like jimmy wants the usos back together yeah don't we all it's like it's his only goal right now it seems like it it doesn't like roman's taking it like jimmy's disrespecting him but it's more along the lines of jimmy just wants his brother back yeah because he mentions later on in the night like the usos are the best tag team in the world oh yeah he says something like Along those lines, again, I don't know. There's a lot of promos again during SmackDown that it's just around this family. And, you know, Jimmy does say at one point that he doesn't think that Roman can get past Cesaro. And once again, Jay starts begging Jimmy to acknowledge Roman. And, you know, that's Roman. That's our family. That's our family. And that's when Roman's like... You know, I'm here for the family. I'm here for the family. And Jimmy's like, you're part of the family, but you ain't all of it. Which, again, very good line. line. Jimmy's just coming out. And Roman, of course, gets angry and says how Jimmy could never be what Roman is. And he's a tribal chief and he's the head of the table and that's his place. And, you know, Roman is all high and mighty. And then he changes his tune and he's like, wait a minute. Do you really think that I can't beat Cesaro? And Jimmy's like, yeah, you can't beat Cesaro. Get over it. 
And, you know, and then Roman's like, okay, well, you can't do what I do. And if you ca- think you can do it, defend the Universal Championship against Cesaro. Do you think you can beat him? And Jimmy yells to Cesaro backstage, opens this challenge up to him. Yep. Cesaro's music hits. He's like, yeah, I'm going to come. I'm going to beat you tonight. I'm going to beat Roman on Sunday, which... They're keeping Cesaro's talking to a minimum. Yeah, but that's fine. Which is perfect. Yeah. Because he doesn't... He's not a talker. And usually the more he talks... The more it's just... Because, like, I don't know if English is his second language, but it doesn't seem like it's his strongest. Yeah. Like, he speaks perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. But on promos, it always seems like... And he talks better on Talking Smack when he doesn't have to do... Yes, like, no script. Points. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he, he is a guy that his in-ring work speaks for himself, much like Superman doesn't talk a ton. Yeah. And he's just... You're gonna... Like, his language is wrestling. Yeah, but you know what's funny? We used to say the same thing about Roman. Like, when Roman was on the Shield, my least favorite thing about Roman from his from the beginning of seeing him was when he would talk. Yeah. And I remember when he got paired with Paul Heyman. It always Heyman, seemed like he was trying to be really cool. Yeah, like he was just doing too much, and yeah. I hated it. It never sounded right. He would trip over his words. And when he got pa- paired with Paul Heyman, I was like, okay, Paul's going to do the talking for him, and that's going to work to his advantage. And it did for yeah. a while. But I have to say... That in this promo on Friday Night SmackDown... Even not even the promos, like the interactions with Jimmy In the ring, everything. He's... And I said it that night, like, he's so confident. He's so confident right now. And you made a really valid point that he's with his family. He's comfortable. Like, we all... Everyone in the universe speaks differently or acts differently when they're around people they love or oh yeah and he's comfortable working with his family comfortable and he's been working with yes since he came back yeah and it's working for him i have never been more into what roman was saying than during this in stage or in ring promo during smackdown i've never been for him to believe what he's saying yes and he might actually believe it yeah, which is fine. Yeah, Let was, him believe it. It's working for him. I just wanted to, real quick, because uh, they brought up that Roman Reigns has been in 39 championship matches. Yes. Cesaro's been in zero. Yes. Um, I looked up on Pro Fight Database. Mm-hmm. They have everybody's like, win-loss record. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, on pay-per-views, has won 53 times, has lost 34 times. Cesaro... Has won forty four times and lost sixty. Oh, yeah. Cesaro doesn't do well on pay per views. Cesaro's Aww. been in WWE longer than Roman and still doesn't Cesaro have as many pay per view wins as Roman. But like that's the that's the allure of Roman that he is a big fight guy. Yes. When he's in matches, they're meaningful, and especially when he's like the pay per view, or I'm sorry, the uh, the champion. Yes. So this match is. It has to be the main event. Of backlash, I would assume it's not going to be the triple threat. Um, no, this has to be. I think this is going to be the main. Yeah, there's event. just so much more I mean, story. We'll find out, but. Yeah, there's so much more story involved in this match, but Roman Reigns and Cesaro is going to deliver regardless. Yeah, but for sure. I love Cesaro. Later on the night on SmackDown, we had Cesaro and. Yes, so Jimmy. basically Paul Heyman is in the back talking about how he doesn't think that Jimmy can beat Cesaro. Um, but you know, he knows that Roman can and will beat Cesaro on Sunday and I really hope not, but it probably will work out that way. Cesaro in his backstage promos, like, I'm not like Roman. I don't need people to acknowledge me. I earn it. And I love that because Cesaro has earned it and it's so dumb that he hasn't been the champion yet, but that's just me. (laughs) 
Now, maybe Jimmy... Someday. Yeah, maybe someday. Not just someday. Now, Jimmy does have a promo. Or we did mention this a little bit earlier where he thought that he was going to come back and it was going to be him and his brother going back as tag team champions. And Roman keeps saying that he doesn't need Jay to be successful, but the same goes for Jay. Like, Jay does not need Roman to be successful. And Jimmy just keeps making this point. And he was like, me and my brother will be cool if Roman just stays out of it. And he makes such a valid point here when he says, what's wrong with having them as the tag team champions and Roman as the universal champion? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want the Usos to be, you know, fall in line like Roman wants? He makes a great point. As the tag team champions and have your whole family could be just taken over. Yeah. Can just be dominating. But for some reason, Roman is more of a, no, 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 I want a right-hand man. I don't know what J- Jimmy would be considered if Jay's the right-hand man. Is he the left, right... Left hand. I would say, is he the left-hand man? <laughs> yeah. Is he the right-hand man's right hand? Like, just let them be a tag team again. Yeah. And let them dominate. So, Jimmy versus Cesaro is happening. This is Jimmy's first match in over a year. Yeah. So, that was exciting to see. What did they say, 14 months or something like that? Yeah, I think it was crazy. Yeah, 14 months, I think they said. And you know what happens? Roman Reigns comes out. Yeah. Attacks Cesaro. Can't let let your cousin shine like that. And Jimmy was pissed. Yeah. He was was. so mad. He said, what are you doing? I had him. You know, why do you make everything about you? (laughs) Which is like... Because I'm Roman Reigns. Again, valid point. Yeah, this shows. Have you been watching the last yes. eight years? <laughs> this is his his yard or whatever it was when he was the big dog. Ugh, thank God we're past that. I know. Yeah. So you know, Roman and Jay get in the ring, and Jimmy leaves because he's all annoyed. And this time, Roman chases after Jimmy instead of Jay chasing after Jimmy. But that leaves Jay alone in the ring. Yeah. And Cesaro attacks him. So then Roman goes back in after Cesaro, and then I think Cesaro ends up kicking Jay, and then Cesaro, or kicks Jimmy, and then Cesaro just keeps hitting neutralizer after neutralizer on Jay while Jimmy is laying outside of the ring, like dead from this kick. And And Roman's not going to help. No, Roman's just standing there while Cesaro is saying, do something. This is your cousin. Yeah. And it's, not- so, like, it's so messed up to like beat somebody up and then blame the other person that's well, not helping. He, like, Cesaro and know, Daniel so Bryan already did this before when yeah. they swung Jay. So like, poor Jay. Like, it, like from the outside looking in, if you're just watching like that part, Cesaro is so the heel. Yes. But... <laughs> Again, like it's just Again, it, he's sometimes not, when you use heel tactics against a heel, it's just you're fighting fire with fire. Yes. But now this is back to back weeks that Cesaro stands tall. Yeah. And one last thing before we move on, thanks to ProFight Database online. The last time, the only time, Cesaro has beaten Roman Reigns in singles competition was in 2011. Jesus. In FCW, Antonio Cesaro beat Lea Key. Oh my god, we're going so far yeah. back. One on one. That was it. That was 10 years ago. All Almost right. exactly Listen, 10 years ago. I want Cesaro to win this. I've already made this clear. I understand that Roman Reigns is probably going to win. 
But I want Cesaro to win, and now knowing that information, I want Cesaro to win even more. He's never won against Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. Cesaro... He's won in tag matches, like, with uh, Cesaro and Sheamus have mm-hmm. beaten, like, Roman and Seth or something like that. But in singles competition, Cesaro has never beaten Roman Reigns. But he has beaten Layaki ten years ago in what was FCW, now NXT. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens on Backlash. And then, again, check out our episode on Backlash. That'll be up sometime this week. Now, that family drama does not end there. No. That family drama is spilling all over SmackDown. Because Jay and Jimmy Uso and Roman Reigns are not the only people in this family that are on this show. Yeah. So we have Tamina and Natalya versus Nia and Shayna. Yep. This is for the tag team titles. Yes, it is. And... You know, there was a cool little finish that happens here. I did like the finish. I'll yes. give that. I'll give them that. I'd like the finish. This was this a match. cool finish. So on the sidelines, Natty takes out Shayna. Then she goes after Naya, who's in the ring. But Naya catches her, does a Samoan drop on Natty, and then Tamina comes out of nowhere with this yeah. fo- this frog splash. No, right it on... was a super fly. It was Jimmy Snuka's, her father's move. Yeah, well, they have to call it frog splash now. Yeah, because we can't. <laughs> God, yeah. we, can't. We, can't. we don't mention Jimmy Snuka anymore. We have it. two Voldemorts yeah. in wrestling, and Snuka's one of them. So she, Tamina, pins Naya. Yeah. Which, in turn, makes Tamina and Natty the new women's tag team champions. So, at least... And the crowd goes mild, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So, I don't care. I know, but the best thing to come out of this match is the fact that Shayna and Nia are no longer tag teams. Or champions. Let's break them up. Yes, I would like for them to break break up. up. If Shayna can go do... Maybe she goes to like SmackDown or something. I don't know what brand either one of these two is on. Oh because yeah, because the tag teams, teams so just go from one to the other. But like, go have Shayna be like a Bianca challenger. Have Nia be a Rhea challenger. Some like go. There's things they can do apart from one another. So I hope yes. they just. Split. I love Shayna Baszler, and I want her. I I'm ready to have her back in the spotlight, not as Nia's partner. Yeah. You know, like, when she had that whole thing going with Becky Lynch, I mean, there was that weird, like, biting thing that happened. Yeah, that was That was so strange. Else. But, like, I I loved having her up in the spotlight. Let her be a champion. She doesn't need to be the tag team champion with Ajax. And the t- women's tag titles have never been less meaningful. Yeah. And I get it. I'm very happy for Tamina. Somebody yeah. posted, I think it was WWE on Fox, 4,000 days. Yeah. Tamina has been on the roster. This is the first time she's won... Anything. Anything. This is the now, first championship she's ever won. Some might say there's a reason for that. I'm not going to say it, but some <laughs> might say it. And good for Tamina. I'm happy for Tamina. I couldn't care less about this Natalia-Tamina duo or what even comes next for them. Well, now I'm even more ready for the Usos to get the tag team championships because now we have, yeah. like, female cousin has the women's tag team. Yeah. We can have these cousins. We can just have that whole family take over all of SmackDown because that's basically what's happening anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Apollo Crews is uh, out here with Commander Aziz. He's going to give Aziz the Nigerian Medal of Honor. Yes. And it doesn't go as planned because no presentation in WWE history has ever gone as planned. 
I don't big. understand why they gave Aziz a platform to stand on. That dude's so tall. I know, so he tall. was so high in the air, it was crazy. <laughs> he didn't need a platform. Big E says, don't get too comfortable with my Intercontinental Championship. Sammy's music hits, he wants his championship back. Kevin Owens comes out, so it's all just a big, we all want the Intercontinental title for different reasons. And basically, it gets to the backstage segment of Adam Pearce and Sonya talking, and we're going to get next week, not on Backlash, we're not doing this match on Backlash for whatever reason. We're doing Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Big E versus Paula Cruz on next week's SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes. Why is this match not on Backlash? It doesn't make any sense, but I think... Well, we you had said this on our last episode of AEW and NXT, how they always have us coming back for more, yeah. whereas Raw and SmackDown don't. And I think this is kind of their way of being like... Come, other things are happening, not on Backlash. Like, come watch this. Come watch SmackDown next week. Because something always happens on the Raw after a pay-per-view, for the most part. Something big happens. But SmackDown is so far away from the pay-per-view at that point that it's like, this is this is the only thing that they can have going on, I feel like. I guess. it's. I just feel like it doesn't devalue the Intercontinental Championship. It's just weird that you are you have a pay-per-view. Yeah. This is your go-home show for that pay-per-view, and then you announce a championship match the next week on SmackDown. Yeah. It's very weird. But... There is still a power struggle, though, going on between Sonya and Adam Pearce. Yes. And, like, we found out... Sonya last week said that she was an official equal to Adam Pearce, and Adam Pearce is still saying, like... It's that, getting more heated. It's it getting is, more because Adam this whole match up. happened because Sonya said, ooh, be careful, Adam might make this match, like, make this match against all of them. Yeah. And Adam's like, oh, you know what? That's a great idea. We're going to have this match against, you know, all of you against everybody. And then when they walk away, he turns to Sonya and says, do not undermine me in front of the superstars. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. Again, we don't know where it's leading to. I want them to fight. You want them to fight? <laughs> I want a match between those two. Sonya Deville versus Adam Pearce. Let them go. Let's do it. But he didn't want to fight Roman Reigns. He can fight Sonya Deville. It's fine. Yeah, I just I don't know if this becomes because we can't. It can't drag to Survivor Series where you would have like a five on five, like win yeah. against control, whatever. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to drag this out or what the end result is going to be. I do think Sony is going to end this in some, with some form of power. Yes. Like I suggested last week, maybe one gets one show, one gets the other. Yeah. Because they're not, this mix is not working. No. They they're, need to, one needs to be GM, the GM of Raw, one needs to yeah. be the GM of SmackDown. We need to have like. That would work perfect. One of these weeks, Stephanie's going to show up. Yeah. And be like, this isn't working. Figure it out. Oh, or I it better be Stephanie and not Shane. Yeah, if it's, it's, so if it's Shane, it's going to be something even dumber. But it's going to be so dumb. Yeah, it should be Stephanie or like I know Vince doesn't like to do like doesn't like to be on camera as much anymore. Maybe he comes out. Uh, but either way, that's got to end soon. And then we have Bianca. Oh, she just looked flawless, flawless. The recurring theme. I mean, she's just perfect in every way, shape, and form. Uh, she's out here. Bailey's gonna uh, come on via satellite. That was so funny. She's like, it's 2020, and she's getting... 2021. She was like, it's 2021, and I'm not getting attacked in the ring right before Backlash. Very smart. So smart. Smart heel. Bailey's a smart heel, and I like it. Bailey as a heel is my favorite thing in the world. I love it. Everything about it. It's it's nice. 
Yeah, it's nice that you have a smart heel doing smart heel things. Yes. She wants to talk smack. She's not going to do it to Bianca's face. They mm-hmm. don't want any... Like, she got the upper hand last week. Oh, yeah. Why would she come out and get, you know, her comeuppance this week mm-hmm. when you have a match in two days? Uh, but, yeah, that match tonight on Backlash... It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great match. We've seen it before. Yeah. Which is why I know it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, then we have Ray versus Dolph. Last week, Dolph was supposed to face Ray, but ended up facing Dominic, and Dominic beats Dolph. This week, Ray beats Dolph, and we get another setup, Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios at Backlash. If this isn't leading to the most obvious conclusion... Yeah, if the Mysterios don't win this, this what, yeah. what are we doing here? What are we even doing? But yeah, I'm assuming, as you are, as everyone is, Vince McMahon sees the opportunity for the first time that a father-son duo has held tag team titles. He's not going to pass up that opportunity. And then we get, like, this weird Shinsuke-Baron Corbin thing. Yes, because remember Baron Corbin pinned Shinsuke in that dumb, like, 10-man tag team? Yes. And he said, like, why did I have all those partners? I didn't need all... Baron Well, I said last this. week, I hated yeah. that Baron pinned Shinsuke because it was... There was nothing set up between the two. Yeah, so this is them now post This is retroactive booking. Yes, and I hate it. And I did... Like, uh, but also, I'm I I'm fine with it because it gives Corbin. Shinsuke something to yes. do. And we don't like Baron Corbin. Yes, but I love Shinsuke. So Shinsuke can do what he wants. Baron Corbin's dumb. I don't understand why Baron Corbin is still King Corbin. Because we haven't had a King of the Ring. Which many are suggesting may be the reason why Shinsuke took... Baron's crown. Yes. Shinsuke beats up Baron, takes his crown away, puts on the crown. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Baron pins Shinsuke. Yeah, Baron wins this match. And then match. Shinsuke attacks Corbin post-match. Yes. Puts on his crown in like the, the most weirdest. dragged out, weirdest so way. Weird. Shinsuke is so okay. freaking creepy and weird Shinsuke and is weird, so yeah. like it makes sense that this happened in a weird manner, but it was strange. And then like we go backstage and he's just looking in the mirror. Wearing the crown. Yeah. So, like, are we setting up a King of the Ring? Um, is this the King of Strong Style Shinsuke coming back? And this is like They their... kept making a point. Like, Shinsuke's the King of Strong Style, and Baron Corbin's the King of the Ring, you know, from the tournament in 2019, and now it's King versus King and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. like, it could go either way. Are they setting up a new tournament, or are they trying to bring Shinsuke back as King of Strong Style? I think it was WWE on Fox that put up like, who would you like to see be the next King of the Ring? Yeah. The only answer, the right answer, is Xavier Woods. Yeah. Xavier Woods has been campaigning yeah. for, like, two years now. He's been campaigning for a lot of things. For a lot of things. And he, he wanted the get... G4 host job. He got he the got G4 it. host job. You know what else he should get? The Legends of the Hidden Temple host. He should get Legends of the he Hidden Temple. He should get that. He wants the Nick Arcade reboot. Give it to him. He wants the King of the Ring. If he's not at least in it... It's it's mean. what a what a waste. Yeah, it what would be waste. mean to not put him in it. Give Xavier everything he wants. He's got it. He's like he can handle one, it. He's the only one of the new day that hasn't had any real singles success. Yes, because so he was not, hurt during. I think. Both. Yeah, he, well, he had his. Uh, I think he tore his Achilles and he was out for a while. Yeah, that's scary. Um, but Biggie's doing great on his own, and he on Talking Smack talked about how he doesn't just have Intercontinental Championship aspirations. He wants it all. I want Biggie to he have it all. That's who I want to the, be next in line for one of the big ones. And maybe maybe he down the road is one of those guys. We they had a uh, a WWE Network documentary on him recently. 
But they've been doing those documentaries on anybody yeah. and everybody. Because they have them with Liv Morgan recently and she hasn't done anything on TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, Shinsuke and Corbin happens. And the last thing we're going to talk about for SmackDown is another Aleister Black promo. We didn't get one last week. We get one this week. What's going on with Aleister Black? I don't know. This one was the lesson. We keep doing... So, like, I keep thinking it's like, it looks like uh, the Deathly Hallows story yes. from Harry Potter. And that's like the style of like these graphics mm-hmm. and these movies. And this is the second time that Aleister Black has had weeks this is, of I think the third, the third time this has happened. No, this is the third one of this style yes. of promo. But last year he was doing yes, that yes. like he's sitting in a dark room looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. Just get the guy in the ring. Get him in the ring. I'm not a huge fan of like the squash matches. But like what what is this accomplishing? I that, like, squash matches. It doesn't make could. any sense because I think it was this one with the, yeah, with the lesson. He said, I could teach you this lesson, but I won't because you're not a participant. You're a spectator. Well, thanks. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of it means. What does any of this I'm not, mean? Like, I guess they're trying to ingrain some backstory into Aleister Black. I don't care. We don't Get him backstory. back in the ring. Yeah, we Get don't him need back backstory. in the ring. This guy... I'm ready for his theme song. I'm ready for him in general. Go sit down in that ring, sir. I need you back in And there. we should probably touch on the rumors... Yeah, about his wife. ...of a certain Zelina Vega mm-hmm. was seen at NXT's Performance Center. Bring her back to... Allegedly, she's coming back. She was released last year with the whole... The uh, WWE didn't want... There are wrestlers having Twitch channels so and OnlyFans, and so she she wasn't doing like a nude OnlyFans. She just wanted to launch one for I guess whatever reason. Girl wanted uh, to play games. Yeah, she's a very successful Twitch streamer, <laughs> so like she wanted to Let do that. Let her play video games. And she like she posted about like some union stuff, which is a very like yeah. touchy subject for WWE. Uh, but yeah, if they bring her back, we were talking about this. You think it's just because they don't want her to go with Andrade? Yeah, I think that they don't, because Andrade is going somewhere, and as soon as he was released, every single person, including Zelina, was posting pictures of the two of them together. They're going to put them back together. And I think Vince is smart, where he was just like, you know what, come back to me, let Andrade go do his, Andrade do his thing. We have Selena's husband. Yeah, She's Black manager. Black is still here. He's not doing anything He's not still. doing anything yet. Throw her in. Let her be his manager. Let's go. Let's if see what happens. If she was at the performance center and they were filming something, I hope it was something having to do with what Alistair's doing. Yes. Um, well, especially because, like, now he's at, in these lessons, he's at, like, the a third stage in his life. The next stage in his life where it seems like it's going, could like, could be something with marriage and a wife and blah 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 and it, it could very easily we could pull Zelina back into this with no problem. Either way Alistair needs to get into the ring. I'm so quickly. ready for it. And hopefully I mean I don't know how many of these stories we're going to do but just get him in the ring. That's it for Smackdown. We have Backlash coming up only a few hours from now. Yeah so keep an eye out on our social medias because we will be posting a Wrestlemania Backlash episode this week. Um, I mean, if you did already see our predictions that we posted before Backlash, you will see what the outcome of it was. Yeah, let us know how we did. Yeah. Let us know your predictions in the comments on our page. Uh, and you have anything else? No, that's everything. Thanks for listening, guys. R.I.P. New Jack. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at He Book, She Book. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday to He Book, She Book, wherever you get your podcasts.